Welcome to episode number 28 of the Power 5 podcast. Football season is on the horizon and getting closer day by day. And today we spend a lot of time talking about our favorite game and we rank the top five places we have yet to see a college football game. This week we have a special guest joining us, but first, Brant, Christian, and Colin are back and ready to talk a little football. Gentlemen, how are y'all? Hey, Kevin, man, excited to be here. You know, I, I think you guys probably feel the same as I do. The the countdown to football kind of comes in waves. You've got things like this where the chatter starts, the magazines, then you get into the fantasy drafts and, and, and fall camp at colleges. It's just a welcome sight, man. Absolutely. Colin, are, that, is, are, are those the hair standing up on the back of your neck right now? Maybe. Or is this maybe an HD camera? It's coming. Hey, don't forget about this. You got local high school football starting up practice at the end of this week. I mean, it's definitely an exciting time. We all we all certainly love it. Hey, let also, me bench- when this pod comes out, it will be August. I mean, you are in your true. last month true. before college football. We're almost there. Dude, I'm fired up. I'm love fired. it. Do you all know the opening weekend this year? I mean, some really solid games, man. I don't know. How, how excited are you all for this, man? Mm. That game day <laughs> video, did that not fire you up? Clemson, Georgia. Yeah, man. It hey, doesn't, get, doesn't get any bigger. We were talking about this last week a little bit. I was talking with some guys. Do, how many people do y'all actually know that have tickets to Georgia Clemson? Dude, I haven't even found out yet, man. Like they took my money from Ipte and I don't even know. <laughs> you got tickets. Everybody got tickets that applaud. There we go. I gotta call the Ipte office. <laughs> hey, what was face on that ticket? No idea. No idea. <laughs> I wish probably, I a, 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 probably my guess is it's at least a hundred. Oh yeah. Oh, I missed right. Oh, yeah. I, I was thinking like, like my guess one, one fifty. Wow. I guess I didn't know what tickets are these days. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think uppers will probably, if I had to guess, I'd say one fifteen, one twenty. lowers, probably two, two twenty, And then clubs probably touching three. And the secondary market is just give me all your money. Take my wallet, take uh, my, totally. my car, take my totally. keys. Oh, yeah, they can have it. Man, I'm getting old. I mean, that was not even considered. I was, I was not even considering purchasing that ticket for that game. It would be fun, but, man, multiply that by four now. I don't know about that. That's crazy. I can't believe they make kids pay for tickets. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, yeah, I could do that. I could just have them sit in my lap and buy two tickets, and I, I would hope that I would get stuck by Colin. I would fight Absolutely. You. Listen, Asa would be all up in your concession stand. He'd be sipping on your Coke, in your nachos, whatever. Finishing hey, your ice cream out of the helmet. Hey, Christian, we all know my son's a baller anyways, right? Asa, let me tell oh, you about absolutely. The, let me tell you what the clown does tonight, okay? <laughs> we, we were watching the Olympics. We were watching an, a volleyball game. U.S. versus China. Go USA. Don't even make a joke, Colin. No jokes here. Uh, USA ended up <laughs> – USA wins. USA. Uh, that's right. That's USA. Right. Anyways, I, I don't know. It hadn't even felt like the Olympics, really. But we're sitting there watching the Olympics. Next thing I know, my man has pulled out a crayon and colored the carpet. He has drawn a picture on the carpet, right? My, my about to say my mom. My wife discovers <laughs> this. Uh, just in case anybody ever struggles with that, extremely hot water and Dawn dish detergent gets it out. Okay. So we did that. So he's sitting at Shout the- out to Dawn. That's right. He, the blue kind, <laughs> blue dawn. Anyways, my man decides 
I don't know what he was doing, like why he was decided that tonight was craft time, but he was wearing some swim trunks because we went to the pool, and uh, he decides to just take out his baseball scissors. He's got these scissors that look like some baseball uh, baseballs, and he decides to just cut his swim trunks. And so those things are just all out of whack. So you need somebody – I get back to the point that you need somebody like that sitting beside you at a game, Colin. Colin's never having kids now. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> His two biggest fears, carpet stains and scissors. Hey, <laughs> hey, we were supposed to be ranking helmets tonight, but we ended up choosing something different. Can I get a sleeper pick on a good-looking helmet, though? We're not ranking these tonight, but just something off the grid that you, you guys really like. Wyoming. Ooh, I like that pick. Right off the gun like that, too. Dude, you Wyoming. knew where you were going. He's He's got that five <clears throat> locked up already. Yeah. Right? I don't really have the five, but Wyoming would definitely be in there. Okay. How about so my, Louisville, that chrome red with the oh my absolutely gosh. not. No <laughs> way. I said how about it. I didn't say it was the one. I That's mean, arena league football. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go <laughs> Iowa Hawkeyes as a sleeper pick that I really like. I like those gigantic numbers on the back of the helmet. This isn't really off the grid, but LSU just a clean look, I think. Yeah. The white, the mostly white. And look, I'm going to be honest. There was some hate on on one of our threads this week, but I kind of liked the NC State, the little slobbering wolf uh, game one helmet, little throwback uh, logo there. I don't necessarily love the brick aspect of it, but the the wolf itself is kind of cool, little throwback. I like the old school cartoon uh, logos. That one's a good looking one for sure. How about the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers? Ooh, I can dig it. I can. Oh dig yeah. It. Oh yeah. No I got doubt. some swag. Texas Longhorns, clean, clean. For sure. you know, All right, cool. Hook them. I love the font on the front of a Texas jersey. It's just bigger than just about yeah. any anybody else's font. I don't know. Simple, big. Yeah, yeah. Just block, bold, just bold, coming man. at you. That's right. It, it doesn't it. need any stripes anywhere. It doesn't need what about, kind of flame oof. coming off of it. Are we just going to do an impromptu helmet and uh, <laughs> uniform quick ranking? How about Texas? a little love for Colorado? Mm. Hey, mm. you know, we're ranking college football stadiums tonight. I don't know if you guys remember this. I may be too old, but Nebraska and Colorado used to always play the Friday after Thanksgiving. That's always a game that always uh, – appealed to me at Colorado though always had the snow piled up on the side oh yeah I wanted to get Colorado (laughs) on my list I couldn't do it but I wanted to all right spoiler hey Branch you mentioned cartoons earlier you know we're recording this on July 27th okay how about this 1940 Bugs Bunny made his official debut and what's up doc with Elmer Fudd, Looney Tunes. Hey, we introduced our kids to Looney Tunes for the first time. 1940, man. I wonder if you can watch the the first ever. I bet you can. Yeah, it's called – all right, so it's called A Wild Hare, H-A-R-E, A Wild Hare. Okay. Hair. So all look right, it I'm up. Check it out. Yeah. Speaking of a wild hare, Colin, if you look at him right now, you can tell he hasn't brushed his in weeks. Been <laughs> <laughs> long. Oh, man. Speaking of Looney Tunes, Kevin, I know you definitely watched Space Jam, too. I haven't. I haven't watched it. Let me tell you which Looney Tunes was always my favorite, though. I always loved the Roadrunner. The Coyote. What an idiot. 
He's so wild. Good set of cartoons for sure. Looney Tunes. Is that Disney or no? That's That's Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner Brothers. Okay. Hey, Looney Tunes. We can't make this stuff up. Christian, tell me how how many movies have you said that Kevin Costner has made? Sixty-five ish. All right. They couldn't give me an exact number. So we're episode twenty-eight. So you know, we said that Kevin Costner is going to be on the show when we get to the episode of how many movies he's made. Okay. So you can't make this stuff up, but July 27th, 1991, everything I do, I do it for you by Brian Adams, which is the hit song, the number one song from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which was on my Kevin Costner top five movie list debuted. So this is 1991. I mean, Kevin Costner just finds his way into this thing. So if you're listening from your time machine, the number one song in America right now, it's anything I do, I do it for you. Brian Adams. Great song. I don't think kids these days appreciate the the classics. No, I agree with that, man. What a, what a heartfelt song that was. Oh yeah. Oh, but yeah. Brian Adams, like that guy, he's like the, if you think early nineties, that guy is the epitome of early nineties no heart. No right? doubt. Hard so great. hair, a little frizzy hair. Well, oh, speaking yeah. of speaking of the classics, July twenty seventh, nineteen eighty seven, never gonna give you up was the first single from Rick Ashley. Never gonna turn around and hurt you. <laughs> Listen, hey, do yourself a favor if you're listening to this. Go YouTube that video of the Rick Roll, the, the actual video. His dance moves are classic. Yeah, okay. Rick Astley, never going to give you up. Amazing track, one of Kevin's tops. We're going to do top five Rick Astley songs here in the next few weeks. We do this, need to do this an segment. This segment of things in history is really growing on me. I have no clue where we're going. It's like taking us all over the map. And I hey, love just, it. Just random, man. Hey. You're going to learn something about when you listen to the Power Five Pod, you're going to come away with something. That's right. That's right. right. Yep. Hey, Pull out well, your number two pencils. We always got to uh, throw some T's and P's in there. July 27th, 2003, Bob Hope dies at the ripe old age of 100. Wow. Bob Hope. Wow, that's the second time you said ripe tonight. The first uh is coming soon. <laughs> I feel bad for asking this, but what what was what was his deal? What's he famous for? Is he a he news a comedian. guy? Comedian. Yeah, he was. Bob Hope. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Colin, surely you like the old classic guys. I mean, you, you probably know something about Bob Did he Hope, like host right? a show or something? Yeah, All I right. think he hosted a lot of golf tournaments too. Um no, was involved sure. was involved with some golf ch- charity tournaments or something like that. I, I read an article about him not long ago. I don't know so, why I don't know him. So radio, film, TV. He also did a lot of comedy for troops on bases, things like that. But yeah. Okay. Very cool. A hundred. And uh, last but not least, we've got Eddie Murphy is was, was labeled as the hottest star of the year back in 1983 on July 27th. So Eddie Murphy, classic comedian. Love him. Classic. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> Securely firm in the top three all-time stand-ups. Him and his, uh, I mean, Raw. one of the greatest. Raw. so good. The so red good. suit. Iconic. Oh, yeah. All right, fellas, we'll join in the panel on this week's episode is NFL wide receiver Jeremy Davis. Jeremy played college football at UConn. He's a big Husky, 
and he was the first 1,000-yard receiver at UConn. He was drafted back in 2015 in the sixth round, sixth round by the New York Giants. He's also played for the San Diego Chargers and the Detroit Lions. And on Instagram and YouTube, you can find Jeremy hosting a series called Obedience Over Religion. He's an admitted hip-hop head, strictly for J. Cole and Kendrick. Jeremy, welcome to the Power 5 Podcast. Glad to have you. Man, I'm excited to be here, man, just to hang out with you guys and, you know, talk life, talk sports, talk everything. I love it, man. I was watching some of your videos today, and there was a, a video about, are you a good wingman? And you said, yeah. there's always three things that people are going to talk with you about. Or if I'm ever in a conversation with with mm -hmm. Jeremy Davis, there's three things. We're going to talk sports. We're going to talk music and we're going to talk faith. So uh, yeah. I got a feeling we're going to talk about all three of those things tonight. Nice, nice. Yeah, if you want to, stay, if you're going to be in a long conversation with me, those those things are definitely going to come up for sure. Awesome, well, Jeremy. I appreciate you joining us, man. Um, I'm going to touch on the football side really quick. Just I'm a little bit of a recruiting junkie, and so just kind of took a, a quick look at your rivals' offer sheet from, I guess, way back in 2010 today. So just talk about maybe like what goes into to picking a school. Like I know you had a variety of offers, some Mac schools, some SoCon schools. I mean, I, I think you're from Georgia. We're from up in Greenville, South Carolina, so heavy SoCon country. I know you had several offers from some SoCon schools and maybe even Air Force. So just kind of talk about, you know, what went into that decision and, you know, how you landed on UConn. All right, I'm going to make this long story short, man. So it's funny, man. Uh, when UConn came to my high school to recruit me, well, they didn't even come to my high school to recruit me. They came to recruit one of my best friends, like my brother's name, Delano Shields, plays Major League Baseball. He was a really good running back. Uh, so they came to see him. But Coach Lyndon Johnson at the time, he saw me lifting weights. So he asked my head coach, like, yo, who's that big safety in there lifting? And my head coach, his name is Coach Keith Maloof. He said, oh, that's not a safety. That's a receiver. He was like, what? Receiver? He's like, oh, we got to watch this film. And then they watched my film, and he asked my head coach, like, okay, so what's wrong with him? Like, why doesn't he have all these offers? My head coach said, he's available if you want him. Because I mean, at the time, I mean, I had some, some decent offers. I had, like, you know, Jacksonville State. Uh, Western Kentucky, like Conference USA, some Sunbelt schools, like nothing like big yet. And at the time, UConn being in the Big East and, you know, they just they were beating respectable schools at the time. And Big East was a respectable conference. Uh, and they also had an automatic uh, BCS Bowl bid, you know, if they won their conference. That coach, Leonard Johnson, flies back up to see Randy Esso at the time, which he now Randy Esso's back at UConn. And he... Uh, Shoot, I think very like the very three or four days later, he flew down to come see me. And I was just like, man, it felt good to be wanted. Like, it was so urgent about it and so quick about it. And then, you know, eventually I just ended up committing there. For me, I wanted to go to a school that had an automatic, you know, BCS bow bit. I wasn't really afraid of being away from home. And, like, they were just talented. Like, that year I, I committed, they beat South Carolina in the Papa John's Bowl. And I just thought they had numerous, like, bowl games. And I just felt like that was a place where I could be successful. So, that's why I chose it. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. We got a lot of listeners in South Carolina. You probably just like, like, oh, like yes. just stung yes. them a little bit. I love it. Hey, we all love it. Yeah, we all love it too. We're all Clemson boys. 
I love that a Gamecock loss. I love that a Gamecock loss played a role in you going to UConn. Oh yeah. Well, they were SEC schools. So I'm like, man, they'd be SEC schools being SEC schools, man. No, it's like, man. It, Jeremy, they like, think they're an SEC school. They they keep saying that. They keep saying it. They keep saying it. We don't Jeremy, see- you've got an opportunity this year because you're talking to four Clemson Tigers right here. UConn at Clemson Memorial Stadium. Come out. you got a spot at my tailgate, brother. Yes, absolutely. It, it's, it's funny you guys say this. So one of my good friends, uh, Artavis Scott, probably know of him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We were teammates on the Chargers, so now he's a yeah. teammate Clemson. That's awesome, so man. Like, he was like, man, you might as well come to the game. I mean, probably won't be close, but you might as well experience the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Absolutely, I'm not, I'm not, man. Uh, take them up on their offer. Yeah. All right, Jeremy, I got two quick questions for you. One is, what is your favorite NFL stadium to play in? To play in? Well, being on the charge for a while, it was fun playing at the, the Chiefs Stadium. Okay. Like, I like I like a crowd that's intimidating. Uh, not to yeah. say that I'm easily intimidated, but I, I like going into, like, someone else's territory and just, like, kind of looking around like, yo, this is crazy. Like, this is, this is, is what it is. So, yeah, definitely the Chiefs Stadium. All right, my second question is this. Is the offseason J. Cole's best album? Oh, uh, great question. For me personally, I'm going to always say, I mean, he could come out with something new, but I'm always say Forest Hill Drive because that okay. album like, yes. touched me emotionally. Touched yeah. me emotionally. And my favorite Cole song ever is 03 Adolescence, man. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, love so, it. Yeah. so for me, when I ever look into music, it's like, obviously, I think lyrically, storytelling, like how are you touching me emotionally? And that song, Oti Adolescence, like, yeah, that that definitely hit it all for me. I love the transition from the intro to January 28th, man. Like, oh, yes, yeah. Then Kevin, Love Yours. Yeah, everything. I sit Kevin there and to stuff if I wanted to. Kevin was asking us this morning to send him over a few J. Cole songs, and uh, January 28th was one that we sent him. Yeah. So, I listened, to both, of, I listened to both of them. I, I did. I need, to, I need to give them a run through the whole album. <clears throat> yeah. Jeremy, I don't know. Have you seen Cole live? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I saw him. I saw him in Charlotte like four years ago, I think, and yeah. the show was amazing, man. Yo, so quick story about that. So me and my another really close friend of mine, his name is Tyrell Williams, who's probably a bigger Cole head than me. Uh, we had a pre, just had a preseason game against uh, the Saints, and that was the same day as like Cole was in Staples. We like, shoot, man, how are we gonna make this? We thinking like prior to the game. And I mean, when that game was over, we rushed the locker room, shout real fast, didn't do no interviews, and we took off straight to uh, Staples, man. And at the time, I think Young Thug was opening up for him, and we didn't care to listen to Young Thug. We made it right in time when Cole started, man, and we just had, like, the best time ever. He played pretty much everything from, like, a lot of his discography. It was, like, crazy. Now that's awesome, man. Yeah, four years ago, went to Charlotte and saw him. Didn't realize Anderson Pack. Uh, like actually it. opened and like nobody oh, knew yeah. they slept on him and oh, I was like yeah. there's like an article that's like nobody even realized who that was at the time mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah that was that was pretty awesome good memory there I got one question for you as somebody who played in New York for the Giants mm-hmm. what is it like to be a pro NFL player in a city like New York was that different from any of your other experiences oh uh, yeah because I would say like that that's a popular city popular team I was drafting the sixth round, but you could tell how dedicated their fans were. Like, obviously, I wasn't like an Odell or an Eli where it's like kind of hard to do little stuff like go grocery shopping, go to the mall. But I did you know, have recognition when I tried to go to this Walmart 
or, you know, CBS, like people knew who I was. And it just shows you like how dedicated the fans are to just knowing like everybody on the roster, it, even me being a late round pick. So, uh, you know, that's something I really always respected about the city is, is the fans and how dedicated they are to like knowing everybody on the roster. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. We actually had uh, another NFL player on as a guest the other week, Bradley Pinion. He punts for the Buccaneers. Um, I know and we, yeah, and we actually asked him what is his favorite stadium to punt in other than Raymond James, and he actually said uh, the Giant Stadium. I, is it the Meadow? Is it the Meadowlands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meadowlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah them in the so. Jets chair. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, cool, man. Well, just as we wrap our little conversation up before we get into our lightning round and and get into our college football rankings for tonight, just kind of tell everybody, you know, what obedience over religion is. You know, you've got a YouTube series that mm-hmm. that you've started, and it's got a few videos out there. I've watched them. I think they're pretty solid. So, um, you know, tell us about that. Yeah. So in short, man, uh, I feel like when people think about you know faith or like the Christian faith. They, they have this religious perspective that says, you know, I have to obtain to a certain rule to like inherit salvation when the Christian faith is actually not a religious faith. It's categorized as a religion, but it's not a religious based faith. With the Christian faith, you're already accepted through the Lord's grace. So therefore, you know, I choose to be obedient to that. So when I say obedience over religion, I'm saying that I'm being obedient to God's word simply because I love him, not because I'm trying to earn anything from him. And like I said, religion says that, again, I'm trying to work to obtain favor from that specific God. So I feel like, excuse me, I know that through the Christian faith or through Jesus Christ, there's actually freedom as opposed to, you know, a lot of religions, they try to say it's actually trapping you, but there's freedom in that. And I think even when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we do have salvation through the confession of it, but we should still be obedient to his word, but not for the sake of being religious. It's just because I think Jesus is dope and I love him. I'm going to be obedient to his word. So yeah, cool. That's awesome, that. yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I appreciate you saying that and putting that out there, man. And something else I appreciate about the video is just the encouragement from them. You said something on your latest video, you were basically talking and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but you were mm-hmm. basically, you, you made the point that it feels like sometimes believers want to see other believers oh yeah and Mm -hmm. because they've got something in their mind already about a particular person and and just Mm -hmm. to make sure that they are are right essentially they want Mm -hmm. to see somebody else fall and you know you you just make good points about you know we need to be building each other up we need to be supporting each other having confidence in each other and and then when we do fall man you know bring each other back lift each other back up so uh, i i appreciate that and i think there's there's definitely a a platform and a message in in all of those yeah yeah for sure for sure man just elaborate a little bit in regards to yeah because i just i have certain friends man like like i said i'm both my I am nowhere near perfect. I can blatantly say that. But I have, I have certain friends, like if I fail to a certain sin, they're going to pick me back up. But I think, honestly, I'm not boasting myself, but there are some people that are intimidated by how I, I walk my faith, that they want to see me fail just to kind of make them feel better about where they're at in their faith. And, you know, you know, we should all just, again, like I said, just be lifting each other up. We shouldn't be wanting to see the failure of another Christian just you know, to make you feel better about yourself or again, to fulfill what you may pre-think about that person. So 
you know, it's all about encouraging each other in our faith and in our walks and in anything we do. Encourage each other on podcasts. Like, man, like you guys keep, you know, doing this podcast, man, God willing, it blows up. Like, just encourage each other in life. And I, I think obviously the faith plays a crucial role in, in that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Hey, just to kind of transition over, man, we're going to do a quick lightning round. All right. I think our audience wants to know about you and, and some of your favorites. You're getting excited right here. So I'm going to just give yeah. you, a, I'm just going to give you a topic here and I want the first thing top of your mind. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Who's the best player you ever played against? Played against? Ooh. Uh, in terms of offense, defense, because I'm, I'm getting too detailed here. Or just, I just don't hey. feel like that person. Hey. Hey, just whoever. All right, I'm saying Tom Brady. Tom Brady, the goat. All right. All right. What's your favorite cereal? Fruity Pebbles. Ooh, that's delicious. Road yeah. trip snack. Ooh, that's good. Road trip snacks. I went back to my childhood days. I always used to grab a big Texas cinnamon roll. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if I'll do that now, but I just thought about it like, as a kid. All right. I like Texas. it. I'll love right. it. All right. Uh, what's your favorite <laughs> childhood movie? Childhood movie? I guess Little Giants, man. That, yes. Awesome, man. I just, I, I just watched go. it not too long ago. <laughs> I really love horror movies, but but the first one that popped my head was Little Giants. I was about to say like a Freddy Krueger or Jason X. All right. Highly, All right. but yeah. <laughs> All right. Video game. Mortal Kombat, hands down, hands down. Favorite character, the Kung Lao. Love Mortal Kombat. Finish it. him. Yes. <laughs> Fast food restaurant. Mm, uh, checkers. Ooh, I love the fries at Checkers. Them, fri fries. them fries, yeah, yeah. they're sleeper. They hit no. different. <laughs> All right, your favorite wrestler. Ooh. Uh, I guess Goldberg. All right, oh, isn't he? Yeah. all right. Chick, chick flick. I'm gonna go chick show. I love Insecure. Insecure is a, is a, okay. is a, is a it's HBO. Good, good. Yeah. It's a chick show. But it's a good show. Good show. All right, all right. Your favorite sports movie? Shoot, these are, these are good questions, man. I'm gonna be mad if I say one that's like not should have said that. But I'm I'm go, I'm going to replace myself. Okay. I, I love like it. Keanu, Off the grid a little bit. It's good. Yeah. Right. Keanu Reeves a quarterback right now. All right. <laughs> Falco. Your, your favorite NFL city. I know you've hit on Kansas City and New York a little bit and San Diego, yeah. obviously, but your favorite NFL city? NFL city. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have to say Chargers, man. I, I just right. woke up in that city happy every time. Oh, no doubt. San Diego is yeah. great. All right. What college coach would you like to play for today? College coach, I like to play for today. Uh, shoot, 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 shoot. I feel like I don't know that many name of um know that many college coaches. Just the name one. Dabo sounds good. All right, let's go. Let's, let's go in there. That's fine. Let's just go there. Yeah, yeah. All right, and last but not least, rap battle. Who's winning, Kendrick or Cole? Oh, you did me like that. Oh man, hey, that's Christian's fault. Yeah, I wanted to throw you that curveball oh, there. Shoot, the goat versus man. the goat. Man. Um, I love both of them equally. But I'm only gonna say this because my favorite album ever is Good Kid Mad City. So I'm gonna have to go with K Dot. Wow. 
I that have that on vinyl. Wow. I mean, as much as I love Cole, like when Kendrick dropped that, I just that, hey, that's on the record. We can cut this out. We can cut it out if you need us to. You can say no, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a good point. He's coming on in August, I think. You say, oh, that would be crazy. <laughs> hey, I can dream. Yeah, well, why help not? us out with that, Jeremy. Think big, man. That's right. That's right. right. All right. Well, I love it. I don't know if you caught Brant's face right there, but Brant was just completely taken aback on that. I I have to say, great, great album. I I've recently had to had a change of heart that Cole's the greatest of all time, and and especially great right now in this era. I used to be a big time Kendrick over Cole guy until until I really fell in love with Forest Hills Drive. That was what really changed it for me. Yeah, but see, I even think about little stuff like Kendrick. Like the kid was an album of the year. Oh, I believe man, to so for butterflies is yeah. for butterflies in the Harvard Library, and yeah. then damn one a Pulitzer, man. It's just like no, that's I like mean, quality albums, man. They're they're I can't think of anybody that even belongs in the conversation as third with those two guys that yeah. are currently uh, in the game. I mean, I can respect these these say from a lyricist standpoint. I mean, I will say Drake. You know, I was gonna. I think, say, he, yeah. I think he's more of a like okay, like pop star type. Where yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna make this song because it's gonna get you TikTok plays. Like he's a genius. Yeah, that's true. But uh, in terms of quality, like album, like man, like tell me this story or like really, really make me think. I'm listening yeah. to Kendrick Cole. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Who's yeah. got a shot at next? Is uh, Lil Baby in in the mix? Oh no, nah, nah, it's hard. Man. I don't really listen to many new age rappers except uh, this dude named Corday. Who used to be part of YBN? Corday's like uh-huh. he's like yeah, he's really good. He's a really good lyricist. Um, but yeah, it's hard for me to pick like these younger rappers, man. Uh, not doing it for me. Nah, Colin, I mean, Collins, fair a bit enough. Of a little baby. It's like new country. We talk about this all the time. <laughs> Brand new country is so bad. Like young rappers are so bad compared to the guys they like. You have Dre. You have Ho, like you have all these guys to look up to as a model, but they. Oh yeah, this weird route that it doesn't even sound good to me. But hey, well, maybe I'm rapping. thankful for rap. Kendrick taking over. It's crazy. I'm thankful for Kendrick and Cole, man. They, Listen, they, Offset was on that Chris Jansen album, Colin. Check it out. Lil Baby was Charlotte, Charlotte native, right? Try, dude. Spent a decade in Charlotte, Jeremy. I know a little. Where was that dub baby? Yeah, I think so. I have no idea. We we hopped on the track with Cole on a prize. That's true. That's a good good track right there. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Gosh, man, the off season's so good too. It's great. It's still it's growing. Great album. Great album. All right, hey, y'all ready to do a little ranking? Let's do it. All right, Christian, you got it. Number five. All right, guys, we're talking about our top college stadiums that we would like to see a game in. So stadiums that we have not been to a game uh perhaps it's the stadium perhaps it's the campus i'm gonna let you decide gonna go ahead and start with my criteria for my top five these are five schools teams that i have wanted to see a game they're on my college football bucket list tour have not been there yet but i have kind of something about each one that makes me want to go there and i'm just gonna go ahead and kick things off with number five for me, I'm going to go to Big Ten country, at least for now, because I don't know what conferences are going to look like, you know, months from now. Um, oh, but we're going to <laughs> we're going to start with Michigan 
Stadium, the big house, the third largest stadium in the world, and the first in the U.S., right ahead of Beaver Stadium. So for me, I'm going to keep it with khaki pants, Coach Harbaugh. Just would really love to see a game there. The stadium looks different. I've actually only been to one Big Ten football game, and that was actually at Beaver Stadium, Penn State against Notre Dame. So for me, that that Big Ten school that's on my list where I'd love to see a game, take me up to Ann Arbor, Michigan, to the big house, number five. I like it, Christian. Solid pick. Criteria for me, obviously very similar. You know, something about the, the stadium or the, the game day experience draws me there. So I'll get right to it. I'm confident in saying that my number five pick, nobody else will have. I'm probably going to catch a little heat for it, but that's okay. This stadium is the only original ACC stadium I have not been to yet. Unfortunately, Clemson doesn't play up there very often, but I'm going Scott Stadium in Charlottesville, Virginia, home of the Cavaliers, 61,000 capacity there. Opened in 1931. So I really, really hoping to check that one off the list next time the Tigers are in Charlottesville. I'm not going to give you a hard time about it because I think your reasoning is pretty solid. I mean, that's your yeah. only ACC school that you haven't been to. So been up there a couple times. I mean, nothing too impressive, but I mean, just to kind of complete the circle. Yeah, I get that. I like it. Broncos Kevin, doing you something. There. You were up there for a big, uh, big moment in Clemson history, right? Was that at Virginia? No, no, no. That was – you talking about my TV appearance? Your, yeah, the Husky nah, nah, TV nah. appearance. No, no, no. That was at Clemson. All right, all right. Colin, I like it. So, number five for me. So, I just – I'm pretty well-traveled in the ACC, like Colin said. So, I was just trying to think of big-time college football programs that I've never seen a home game for them. So – it pained me a little bit to say it, but as somebody that appreciates college football and, and the bigness of it, I just want to experience a game here. Tiger Stadium to see LSU play. I didn't think it was going to make my list, but I couldn't leave it off. Solid Louisiana, pick. LSU, Tiger Stadium. Hey, Go Tigers! Hey, so 92,500 uh, capacity. So it's a big, big spot. But when is it that Clemson goes to LSU? That's a common question. I think it's like uh, 2025. Yeah, it's coming up. 25? Okay. I think so. I'm in. Book it. Book it. Book it. Man, you guys are going to be disappointed at the – it's five now. And I picked it because, like, historics and because they say when these two teams play, is that actually a little crazy there? The elbow, man. I know it's a little like what the elbow, but me being with it going to UConn and then always hearing about like the rivalry that uh, Harvard and Yale have at that bowl game, they always said it was crazy. So I never got to go on. So I was always curious, like, man, I wonder if it's really like lit like that. But I will only go to that specific game. It's not like, oh, you know, Yale's playing, I don't know, another high school, let's go to that game. No, strictly when they play Harvard, I wouldn't go there because they said that the, the atmosphere is crazy there. But that was only five. So the other four are more respectable. I respect an off-the-grid pick. I mean, somewhere Ryan Fitzpatrick is smiling. (laughs) Hey, listen, we do. We do respect the off-the-grid picks like that. That's kind of out of nowhere. But, no, I like that. That I think that one might be safer than Collins for definitely not coming back around on this this pod. But I I love the pick. I love the pick. 
All right, coming in at number five for me, you know, I think I think we've all, you know, been fortunate enough to see several different games in several different places, and so you know, I had a I had a decently short list that that I had to cut down to five four, but coming in at number five for me is Lincoln, Nebraska Memorial Stadium, the Nebraska Cornhuskers, eighty seven thousand ninety one is the capacity. Here's the cool thing, man, that really pushed this into my my list. All of this information came from Bleacher Report, actually. 375 consecutive sellouts. I mean, that's that's sick, man. That's a fan base that is obviously uh, in love with their team. And so that's got to be something cool to see. And I'm not sure, but, you know, from what I've heard, they, they applaud the other team and, you know, just show good sportsmanship and all that sort of stuff, which is, which is kind of rare when you're at a college football game. So I'd like to see that. So we're going to go to Nebraska and Memorial stadium coming at number five. I think that makes sense too, because, you know, there's no pro team there. So they're probably like all diehard. Truskers, you know? True. Yeah. Scott Frost taking him back to the promised land. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Slow start. <laughs> yeah. Number four. All right, guys. Coming in at number four for me. Okay, this school right here, it's an SEC school. I always said if I didn't go to Clemson, there were two other schools on my list. One's coming up later. This school right here down in uh, in Florida in the swamp itself, Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, where Spurrier used to throw those dimes. Ladies and gentlemen, we're taking you to the swamp where Tom Petty's don't back down is playing ahead. The Gators are out there on the field. Tim Tebow is sweating blood and dripping 316. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to the swamp at number four. Dude, I love it. I did too, man. That was a fantastic intro. Yes. You know, I really really flirted with with Florida on the list, man, just – I think when we were growing up, you know, in those those mid nineties years, they were so good. They were always playing that oh, Saturday yeah. night game. But yeah, let me so. tell you something real quick. So my wife went to UCF, just found out today, UCF and Florida three years in a row, starting in twenty twenty four. We may All go right. see it at the bounce house, man. Let's do this thing. Nice. <laughs> I like All it. All right. Number four for me. I struggled a little bit with this pick. But I landed with Autzen Stadium in Eugene, Oregon, home of the mm-hmm. Ducks. Uh, I was really shocked. You know, you hear about the the noise there, and it's one of the loudest, you know, in the country. Only 54,000 capacity. I was kind of surprised by that. I like that, Colin. And that's a place where you're definitely going to want to buy merch. And, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a women's medium sweatshirt, oh. if it's a jersey, whatever you want. You know, hey, slavery. What- Hey, what is your favorite Oregon Uni combo? Do you have one, Colin? <laughs> Man, I was talking with somebody about that today when I was prepping, and I really like the solid, I don't know what color green you call it, Kelly green that's just got the standard yellow O, just kind of simple, but just the solid green all the way all the way down. Hey, speaking of green, this is kind of a funny story, I guess. So when I was in college, Colin would always text me, hey, what's Clemson wearing this week? What's, what's the uniform combination? And, and what was the response every time, Colin? Neon green. Neon green every single time. I made him wait until Saturday to, to see what the uni combo was. It was uh, neon green, I thought. Oh, number, hey, number 15, man. I loved right. him. 
right, number four for me, I'm going to go with a place I've always wanted to go. It, it's a very historic, storied place. Um, it's hosted events during two Olympics in 32 and 84, 1932 and 1984. It's hosted five Super Bowls and hosted a World Cup, a FIFA World Cup. It's the Rose Bowl. I just couldn't leave it off the list. I'm surprised it's not a little bit higher, but man, I've always wanted to go there. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll we'll go there one day and see a game. Yeah, I'll head out to Cali with you. I got a couple places out there on the old bucket list. Hey, would you when you say the Rose Bowl? Obviously, we're ranking the stadium here, but would you definitely put preference on seeing the Rose Bowl over just like a random UCLA versus Arizona State game? Absolutely. Absolutely. Unless it was like a huge game, you know, UCLA to win the Pac-12 or something like that on their side of the conference. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. But the Rose Bowl, you never know. You might pretty much pick two teams. That's right. The Rose Bowl, you know, would be guaranteed. You'd see a barn burner in the Big Ten, you know, maybe – you know, Minnesota wins 10 to nine over the Huskers. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so for me, the fourth one I picked was uh, Boise State, you know, Broncos Stadium. Uh, something about the, the blue turf, blue turf. And again, it's one of those other states, like you said, with Nebraska, like not really a pro team in Idaho. So, you know, you know, they're going to get like a real college atmosphere. And I always feel like for teams like that, again, don't have pro teams like, just like the state is in it more. And there's something different about college fans as well, because I even think back, like when you think about like the NBA Finals versus March Madness, March Madness crowds are always better than NBA Finals crowds. And I see the same aspect when uh, looking at, again, a team that has no pro team, that's like, this all you guys, this college football team. And then obviously just, I mean, it's too late now, just the history that, uh, you know, Kellen Moore put into Boise and like the undefeated. So, so I feel like at that time watching them was probably like like crazy. Oh yeah, no, I love that. I was I was definitely flirting with that pick, and you know my uh, my wife's UCF Trojans opened this uh, season with Boise State. So check them out. Uh, you got a former Auburn coach at the helm of UCF. So expect them to win another Natty. I will tell you this: I've had you know I've been fortunate enough to check out a game out in Boise and. You know, when I'm watching it on TV, it just doesn't look that good. You know, that bold blue field. But when you're there, like, and it it just kind of blends well with the surroundings and the the stadium itself, you know, and the orange kind of highlights it, it. It looks much better in person. So, but definitely yeah. a cool place to, to see a game, no doubt. All right, coming in at number four for me, Colin, I am backing you up, man. I got Autzen Stadium, Eugene, Oregon, the Oregon Ducks. And I don't I, I may have mentioned this on the pod one time, but I just like Pac-12 football. I don't know what it is. Like just late at night, man, I'm all in. Yeah. If, it's, if it's Oregon State playing Southern Cal or if it's Arizona State playing Washington State, I don't know. Maybe it's just a late night game and I'm just, you know, just finishing off that good day of college football or what. But you know, Oregon's been popular for some time now, and I think they got popular, obviously, because of all the uniform combinations. But mm-hmm. they've been—they've just been a solid team for a while now. Colin, something that that you mentioned—you mentioned the capacity at fifty-four thousand. I read this: even though the capacity is at fifty-four thousand, every game has exceeded capacity since two thousand two. They average about fifty-nine thousand. How about that? Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. 
They're a basketball school. <laughs> man, what an ugly, <laughs> ugly court. You got to get the trees off the court, man. Man, it's, it looks bad. too much. It's rough. That's it's crazy. Rough. That's hilarious. I like that thing, man. That's a great thing. And the Pac-12 after dark, you're going to see 110 points. You're going to see touchdown after touchdown. It's so it's it's a lot of fun. You're right. You're right, Brad. I'll tell you what, man. I would rather watch two bad Pac-12 teams. All right, let's like Washington State and I don't know who's another bad team. Oregon State. Like Arizona, really? Oh, Oregon State, dude. yeah, Oregon State. I got a lot of but, Oregon State fans. They're gonna hate that. Be, <laughs> but like, hey, I would rather, yeah, I would rather watch like Oregon State and Washington State over like Wake Forest and Boston College any day of the week. For sure, they're just they're just vastly different though. Wake BC is that classic noon. ACC Raycom, Raycom game Raycom, yeah. and Pac-12 after dark. I mean, you can't yeah. beat it. Can I ask a hot button question before we get back in real quick, Jeremy? Right. If you were in college today, knowing that we have the, you know, NIL stuff right now, who would be like, if you could choose a sponsor, because our quarterback at Clemson, his first one was with Bojangles, and I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. If you could choose a sponsor, thinking back to your college days, like would you? Who would you want? What would you want to be? Am I am I in Connecticut? I guess. Yes. Uh, oh. Or would it be better for you to dream about, like, if you were at any in any city, like, what would be the the kid in you is like, man, I want to be on a commercial for this, or I want to do that. Like, what would be a I mean, would, would I be cheating and say, like, I wish I went to Oregon and then got sponsored by Nike? <laughs> I mean, no, there's nothing wrong with that. All right, there, there we go. All I right. Mean, he opened it up. I mean, who, Oregon I, is just creating lots of buzz on this show tonight. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. That is going to keep Oregon in the top 10 for a long time. <laughs> oh, no doubt. No yeah, doubt. absolutely. All right, guys, we'll get back into number three. Number three. Coming in at number three for me, guys. Uh, I'm going to try an impression here. It's probably going to be pretty terrible, but hopefully that'll give you a hint. All right, all right, all right. Kevin, when I look at the stars, I just want to be in this stadium here tonight. And that is DKR Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if there's one thing I do, you know, before I die, I don't know when that's going to be. You know, it could be whenever. Um, I'm going to the Red River Rivalry. I said that without stuttering. That's hard to do. Red River Rivalry. Say it 10 times fast. I want to go to Texas, man. Something about it. I've actually never been to the state of Texas, so that's on me. Um, but when I do go there, I'm going to intentionally go there, catch a little Oklahoma, Texas, uh, just kind of on the list for me. So number three, uh, DKR, Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin. Hey, well, I like Red, it. Yeah, I do too, man. I like that. Hey, but that game is always at the Cotton Bowl, right? Yep. Yeah, but State you know, Fair. it's going to be in the SEC pretty soon, so Touché. we'll probably see it in, you know, wherever. I love it. In Alabama Stadium, right, Denny? Right. Denny. <laughs> All right, number three for me um, was actually scheduled to go to the stadium last fall. COVID messed those plans up. Uh, shout out to pod listener Randy Williams for putting that trip together. Would have been Notre Dame Stadium coming in at three for me on the list. I mean, it just, it's just hard to get more historical when it comes to college football than Notre Dame. Capacity of 80,000 opened in 1930. Definitely hoping to get back up there uh, in the next year or two when Clemson is back up in South Bend. 
Yeah, Colin, I you know heard there's going to be a couple Hail Marys up there, so uh, <laughs> make sure you confess your sins while you're there. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going somewhere else with the Hail Mary. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm going to stick right there with you, Colin. I'm right. I'm I'm with you. Notre Dame stinks that we, that that COVID hit. That would have been a great uh, stadium to mark off the list. So I'll just keep it right there. Fair enough. Number right. three. For me, it's on me, right? Like yep. I always got there. Yeah. Number three, now I'm about to get into some real college football stadiums, man. Oh, uh, yeah, I definitely picked Clemson Stadium. One of my fond memories of watching one on TV is when I was with the Giants and we went to like this little like bar club place to go watch Clemson play uh, Louisville when they had Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson. And that atmosphere just looked insane. And I also like just like simply like the traditions of like, how with the rock and just coming down like it's just different and uh from my school i mean obviously uconn's nothing crazy but it's like i kind of wish like a, a tradition piece was like there like that that's so unique and like just stands out so yeah clemson would be my three love it Very yeah nice. we love that pick yeah. that was a wild <laughs> wild game to be at. yes it was <laughs> crazy bro. Yeah. oh yes, you were there was. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was probably a uh, a top three loudest game in in Death Valley. Oh. A lot of people consider that. So, I would be jealous of the experience of somebody getting to go, go to Clemson game for the first time ever. That would be. Mm. I'm you almost that. take for granted, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. Like we've do. been going since we were so young. It's it's just one of those things that I would love to experience it for the first time. Yep. Hey, we'll host you anytime, man. Come on to any game, right. uh, home game. Sure. I said I'm gonna I'm think about the the UConn, man. Okay. Yeah. I love we it. I'll take you there. So. Come on down. Come on down. All right, coming in at number three for me, we've got Beaver Stadium, Penn State, Happy Valley. Christian's been lucky mm-hmm. enough to be there. I haven't. Colin, I feel like you've been trying to get a trip there for that's been on your list for a while. 106,572, man. I mean, when you see the whiteout on an ESPN primetime Saturday night game, man, you just, there's something about that that as a college football fan, how could you not want to, to go check that out? So coming in at number three for me is Beaver Stadium. Yeah. So my dad is alumni and we went up there for a whiteout. And it was Notre Dame, Penn State. I mean, you don't get much bigger than that. And I will tell you, when the stadium started getting live, it rocked. Like, so you know it's the second largest because I was like, this place is going down. I mean, literally, when people would jump, I mean, the stadium would move. I mean, it was insane, the atmosphere there. And, you know, a lot of lot of great tradition there. I mean, it's, it's you know, I, I still consider them such a respectable team. If, if they could get past Ohio State, I mean, they were – very, very close. So, yeah, it's a good stadium, man. You definitely got to hit that up. Yep, we'll do it. Number two. Coming at number two for me. Hope I don't catch any flack on this. I hate this team with a passion. Hate this coach with a passion. But gosh darn, I respect them. Coming in at number two for me is Bryant-Denny Stadium, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Game recognized game. I mean, they're obviously doing something right down there. So show me all the trophies. Let me see them. And then, you know, show me, you know, how you do it. I I just want to go there. I want to experience it. The game will be over by halftime because let's be honest, they're taking Vanderbilt to the woodshed. So, uh, but anyway, I want to hit it up one time, you know, just to say I did and just kind of compare it because I do. I mean, obviously, you know, Clemson is close for all of us. 
but I do kind of think the way we've gone about it and the way we've won, it's just been special here. So I kind of want to see like what that passion is like. Is it the same there? So number two for me, we're going to go with Bryant, Denny, and Bama. I mean, you get, you got to respect the pick. I mean, I, you know, for some reason, I, I just don't consider it in my, my top seven or eight. I mean, I guess if it was an LSU Bama night game when LSU and that Bama are both on, then absolutely. But outside of that, it just doesn't do a ton for me. Number two for me, I'm right there with Kevin, man, Beaver Stadium, Penn State. I'm itching to find a way to get up there for the Auburn-Penn State game. I think it's already been announced it's going to be a whiteout. Uh, would just love to see a game up there, especially like maybe even in like October or November when you're getting some good uh, cold temperatures. Happy Valley, let's go. All right, I'm going with the big house, uh, number two. That's, that's uh, just 107,000 capacity. It's just one, it's been a place I've always been drawn to. Um, I love watching games there. My, my cousin, when I was growing up, he always used to be a huge Michigan fan. I never, I still don't understand that. I don't understand why it was like so random, but I've just always, since a, a little kid, I, I love watching a game on that, in that stadium. So uh, number two, the big house, Michigan stadium. Yeah, for me, my number two, I feel like it's a respectable stadium. No one really talks about as much as uh, Neyland Stadium, man, Tennessee. My mother actually went to that school. So growing up, watching, and that was my dream college growing up because of my mother. But uh, just watching the college games on TV, my mom just screaming rocket top every time they scored. I was like, man, I can only imagine, like, being in there, you know, hearing, like, them chat rocket top and sing, singing every time they score. And I forgot the capacity of that stadium. But, like, again, it's just one of those stadiums you, you, you walk in, it's like there's an intimidation. Like, man, this is about to get real. Uh, so definitely, yeah, needing the stadium for me. I've been fortunate enough to go up there a time or two for games, man. And mm. it, it is a cool place. Uh, I wish Clemson could get a home and home with them, but it yeah. is undercover cold in that place. That oh, wind yeah. coming off the river, man, I oh, froze man. up there. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you. Colin, was that, was that me, you, and Cordwell at the rafters that game? I think so. Like two, rows, two rows from the top. It was freezing, man. It was freezing. But definitely a cool place to go see a game. And, you know, just being at those traditional powers like Tennessee with that, mm-hmm. that really treasures college football and really – pretty much doing everything they can to get get it back. Um, college football is just better when teams like Tennessee are, are good. So, yeah. um, definitely, a, definitely a cool cool spot to go check out a game, though. All right, coming in at number two for me, I have got the Rose Bowl. Brent, you mentioned that. I've, I've been out to Pasadena one time before, and the rabbi told me that I needed to go take the Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl tour. And I don't know, man, it was like seven or eight bucks – to go on the Rose Bowl tour. So obviously we didn't get to see a game. We were there out in the summertime, but seeing the Rose Bowl, the storied tradition, you know, just the tradition, the mountains in the background. Pasadena is a cool town just right outside of LA anyways. I mean, LA, you can have that. Pasadena was cool though. Yeah, so definitely the Rose Bowl. And yeah, I'm like you, Brent. If I got to see the Rose Bowl game or college football playoff game in the Rose Bowl, that's definitely going to take – precedent over a UCLA random home game number one 
Coming in at number one for me, guys, you know, we've been giving the Pac-12 some love. And I think I've told people on this podcast before, uh, I actually grew up a fan of this team even before Clemson. And so maybe it's because of what was happening around the time of my high school years. This team was really in its prime. If you remember the days of Reggie Bush and Matt Liner, there was something about those teams, Pete Carroll at the helm. And for me, you know, I just have been a fan of this team now for over 15 plus years. Gosh, I'm getting older now. So yeah, it's probably been more like 20 years. It's crazy to think about that. But for me, it's uh, it's the Southern Cal Trojans, the real USC, LA Memorial Coliseum. Um, you know, you think about that, it, it it hosts other sites other than just that team. So for me, it's, it's not just about the stadium itself, uh, but I've just always been a fan of the Trojans and really it's, it's another one of those on the bucket list. Um, gosh, I would love to see if Texas and, and USC play again, you know, kind of bringing back that Vince young, those days, the magic against liner and young and just that kind of game and what that was like for me. Um, so anyways, that's number one on my list. So, you know, if anybody wants to go out to LA, We'll find that uh, find an Oregon and Southern Cal match, and we'll go out there and get our swag on and have a good time. So, number one for me, LA Memorial Coliseum. Love it, love it. Yeah, I, I love that pick too, man. And I I don't know what it is. I love Southern Cal's uniforms. Something about that gray face mask, the mustard, the what is the technical red that they have? Is it just like I don't know, scarlet or something? I don't know. I, I have no idea, but anyways, I like the unis. I like the pick too. I mean, you're right, Christian. I mean, that's, I mean, I think everybody that's a college football fan probably remembers where they were for the Bush push, uh, whatever year that was, 03, <laughs> maybe 2002. Yeah. Um, and the so, color yeah. is Cardinal red. Cardinal. Yeah. Uh, all right, number one for me, it's been mentioned here quite a few times, definitely the Rose Bowl. I uh, would certainly prefer to see the game itself, um, but would certainly take the stadium. And, Kevin, I don't know if you remember this, and Brant, you know, back, I guess, three or four years ago when it was a possibility that Clemson could wind up out there in the playoff, we were we were committed to, to going there and skipping a, a possible national championship game right. so we could yeah. see it. I mean, that was the, the respect we had for it. And That's right. definitely hope to get out there at some point. Yeah, man, got to go. Got to go. Let's do it. Pick. <clears throat> All right, I'm, I'm going to go with Christian on this one for number one, and I really don't even know why. I think it's I think it's like uh, Kevin was saying when th- when this team is good I feel like college football in general is better. Um, this is DKR Stadium, Texas Memorial Stadium, um, and that's just a, you know if Texas is good, Austin, Texas, just a cool place to be. I bet the the tailgating is outrageous there, and then just the experience of the game. If I could you know put a pin on a map and go to a game, that's where it would be. So number one. Texas Stadium. Let's go. We'll get some barbecue, hit up South by Southwest. Yes. Have a good trip. Oh, man. Uh, for me, it's already been said too, man. I had Penn State. Uh, love to see like Zombie Nation, the whiteout. And also for me, when in college we used to play Pitt, they used to do the Sweet Caroline, Sweet Caroline uh, chant. And it was like cool seeing it, but Pitt was never like field so I can only imagine like how it would be at Penn State man and I also remember in college me and my my roommate at the time name was Tabucky Jones Jr. we used to like look up like like crowd reactions stadium reactions and we remember watching a video 
of people coming out the tunnel of Penn State. It's just like, it was just like crazy, man. So uh, Penn State for sure, my, my number one. That's a great pick again. And I will say, speaking of Penn State, speaking of Southern Cal, speaking of Rose Bowls, if you remember that game, Saquon Barkley versus Sam Darnold and just how they kept going back and forth. I don't know if you all remember that game a few years ago, but there was nothing better than that. I mean, talk about two studs, you know, who hopefully Saquon can stay healthy. But, like, that was an awesome, awesome game. And hopefully Darnold can be. Can be nice. It'll be the yeah, Carolina Panthers he, savior, he revised, man. Yeah, revises career at Carolina. No I, doubt. I'm I think he, him, McCaffrey, and DJ Moore. That's a pretty lethal uh, combo. Yeah. The supporting cast for him. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And the a young, good de- defense. I'm excited about the yeah. Panthers. Man. It's gonna be fun to watch. Okay, so my number one pick has been mentioned, but I'm honestly shocked that it hasn't been mentioned more than it has been mentioned. It's only been mentioned once, and Brant had it in the five spot. I'm choosing Tiger Stadium and Baton Rouge, LSU Tigers. And, man, I want it like I want it like September in the evening. I want it super muggy, you know, like 100, 100% humidity. You want your and, beignet to be dripping off your mouth. Like, yeah, I want yeah. that. I want that powdered <laughs> sugar just like turn it into a syrup or something. Yes. Yeah. But man, I don't care. I don't care who they're playing because it doesn't seem to matter. Like I feel like the fans in LSU bring it. Um, you know, I've seen LSU play at Auburn. I've seen LSU play in a peach bowl, never been to LSU, but I love their band. I love how their fans do that whole like worship chant thing when they're in, when their defense comes off the field uh, and forces a punt. And I can just imagine what it looks like with, you know, 90,000 plus doing that in the stadium. I bet it gets pretty ripe. It is Death Valley Junior Tiger Stadium coming in at number one. Too soon, Kevin. Kevin, can you give us a Coach O impression? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, we're gonna be ready. Okay, come come in August. Uh, I don't know who our opening game is, but they let you bring old fine doggers. We're gonna be ready for you. That's really funny. that was great. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. spot on. That, is, that was pretty good. Yeah, I like the pick number. I mean, we got so close to experiencing that just in the dome. I, I'm sure it's just so much different there. But man, their fans are something else. It, it was. It was an interesting uh, jog back to the truck after the game. No doubt. No doubt. Well, let's do a quick review. Christian, coming in at number five, you had the big house, the Michigan Wolverines. Number four, you had the swamp, Florida Gators. Number three, Texas Memorial Stadium. Number two, Bryant-Denny Stadium in the Bama, Crimson Tide. And number one, the Coliseum for the SoCal Trojans. Coming in at number five for Colin, Scott Stadium, the Virginia Cavaliers, just to round out the ACC stadiums. Number four, Autzen Stadium, the Oregon Ducks. Number three, Notre Dame Stadium. Number two, Beaver Stadium for the Penn State Nittany Lions. And number one, the Rose Bowl. Coming in at number five for Brant, you had Tiger Stadium, LSU. Number four, the Rose Bowl. Number three, Notre Dame. Number two, the Big House. And number one, also Texas Memorial Stadium. Jeremy, coming in at number five for you, you had the Yale Bowl, but only between Harvard and Yale. Number four, you had Bronco Stadium, Boise State. Number three, Clemson Memorial Stadium. Number two, Neyland Stadium, home of the Tennessee Volunteers. And number one, you also had Beaver Stadium 
for the Penn State Nittany Lions. And coming in at number five for me, I have Memorial Stadium out in Lincoln, Nebraska. Number four, Alton Stadium. Number three, Beaver Stadium. Again, Penn State making the list on four out of the five lists. And number two, Rose Bowl. And number one was Tiger Stadium for LSU. Gentlemen, we got a lot of football to go see. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. I got to make some priority phone calls out here, make some road trips happen. No doubt, man. Jeremy, it was. Jeremy, thanks for joining us. Yeah, yeah thank you, man. Yeah, yeah, hey, tell, me. yeah tell everybody sure. where they can find you, man, on social media, where they can uh, check you out. Yeah, so yeah, you guys can follow me at uh, social media, GDAY85, so G-D-A-Y, and the number 85. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Really appreciate it, man. Best of luck with the rehab, and you'll definitely have to hit us up if you make it up uh, to Clemson for the Thanks. UConn game. Will do, man. I'm going to go, uh, you know, cry myself to sleep now over the Kendrick Cole debacle, man. I can't believe I'm in the Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Hey, it's That's not too right. late. Cole, Cole. <laughs> Cool. Cool, man. Well, thanks so much again, and I hope to to be in touch again. For sure, man. Yep. All right. Best wishes. See you guys. Later, man. See you, man. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the Power 5 Podcast. We can't wait for you to join us next week on episode 29. We're going to keep the steam rolling with college football as we rank our top five college football playoff contenders and we've got another special guest joining us so until next time say goodnight kevin